Everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have Sean Bowles on the show, and he is actually a very prophetic minister, and he is talking to us about different ways that we can hear the voice of God and how important it is for us to really seek after His voice. Here's Sean. The parents just somehow know their kid's voice, so I think we can do this with hearing God's voice, can't we? Absolutely. I think one of the things that happened to me when I was growing up is that I went to a lot of charismaniac type meetings where it's like, and I, I love the charismatic movement, but these are people who they would say, God's showing me this, God's showing me, but it was always like an angel over there, this is happening, yeah. but it didn't have a practical, like sustainable purpose. It, it, was, it was very kind of so chart centric. What? It was like yeah. that and $2 gets me on a subway. It doesn't like change my life or change my grid. And so I started to ask God like, okay, this is the Bible. I'm reading the Bible for myself as a teenager going, either you really speak and this actually has real consequences on life, or this all, it's just all religion. Mm-hmm. So I wanna know you the way you wanna be known. And so I started to pray and ask God, like, can you show me things? Can you show me things for other people? Show me what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. Show me what's in your thoughts. And, and that changed everything when I actually said, I wanna hear you, just like I, I actually do the same thing with prayer. I'm, I'm gonna pray for things and have a prayer list that gets cleared. I don't wanna pray for just general things that may never happen in my lifetime. And I think a lot of Christians were afraid to go that specific, but when you do, you actually got an opportunity to be God. Do you remember like the first time you hear, you were like pretty sure you heard God's voice? In the sense of my second wave of really pursuing him, yes, because the first time, I, up until you know, I was a child, so my parents would include us in prayer all the time, and yeah. prayer times, and I, I feel like I heard God a lot when I was growing up. And then I was around 15, 16, I remember I was in school and most of my friends weren't Christians, yeah, majority of them weren't, and I remember asking God about one specific friend, he was going through a really hard time, and I remember he didn't believe, he was an atheist, he didn't believe in God at all. Mm-hmm. I remember and his name was Christian, and I remember asking God for Christian, like, is there anything that you would say that could change his mind over some of the choices he's about to make because he's gonna make some really bad choices. And I just heard the simplest thing, like in his heart and his long-term future, he really wants to be this. And he told me like an occupation. It was just kind of came like a thought, mm-hmm. but it was so real and it was so outside of what I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about his future occupation. I was thinking about the really bad decision. And so I went to him and I was like, Christian, Christian, God show me something. He's like, oh, great. And I said, he showed me this. And he goes, how did you know that? Yeah, said, it's real. It's real. It's real. God's real. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's almost like so it was exciting. bigger for you it than it was big, for Christian it, because I you got it was. right, right? I'm, yeah. That's and awesome. he was, you know, and it changed everything for him because mm-hmm. he's like, no one knew that, mm-hmm. but God knows it. That's right. Yeah. I, I. What would you say then? Okay, so I know there are a lot of people who have either grown up in the church. I think there's a lot of people who feel very skeptic or feel a lot of maybe even shame, actually, as weird as that sounds, to hear from God because they grew up in a type of church that was maybe uber legalistic or had particular views on this type of thing. And maybe they, uh, I feel like there could be even somebody now who says that one time they thought they heard God's voice, but then they turned it down and then they feel shame about that and now haven't heard God's voice again or something. What do you say to somebody who really wants to hear God's voice, but like, I don't hear anything. There's nothing going on, Sean. The reality is that the way that you're developing, like let's say all the best moments of your Christianity so far where you've changed as a person, maybe it's that you formed more into a skill, you knew what college to go to, you knew what you know job to go into. Maybe it's something that you came out of. Maybe it's an addiction or a bad behavior pattern or a relational pattern. 
When you look at that as a Christian, did you do that because you read the word and you made better choices or did you get empowered to do that? Did you start making choices that were above your pay grade? Did you start to do something where you nudge somehow to maybe, maybe even conviction, like we all pray, you know, like God, if there's anything in my life right now, God, that you want to remove, remove it. And if we had shown something or if we'd start to even repent, if I, oh, I didn't like this, I didn't like myself today because I blocked even this relationship interaction because of my anger or frustration. Mm-hmm. If you get that conviction, what, did that come from you? Where did that come from God? Because a lot of times we give ourselves so much credit for being the good Christian versus God, the credit for being a good God who lives inside of us, which makes us a good Christian. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we start to see that conviction of sin, like when we hear God or we feel nudged to actually say, oh, I don't want to have that in my life anymore, that's hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. It could be knowing what to read in the Bible. It could be as simple as knowing what worship song to put on. And so we start there. Yeah. We start with the foundation of anywhere you're growing towards God is God leading you. Yeah. How is he leading you? He's nudging you. And I love a couple times in the scriptures, it says that the Holy Spirit nudges us gently from within. And I think that that is the voice of God. And we don't look at it that way. So a lot of people who are conservatives are like, they experience that all the time, but they don't want to call it that because they've been taught against that kind of language. But when you look at what Martin Luther did at the Wittenberg door, when he said, hey, we're justified by our own faith, it really has to do with having our full own relationship to be led by God. Mm-hmm. And when times are tough like it is right now in culture and society, we have to be accountable to really respond to what God's showing us, how to steward our family, how to steward our health, how to steward in our, the government that we belong to, all these things. We, we need to listen to God because there's choices that might be coming from a moral background that's immoral to us. Yeah. And so we have to make different choices and we can't just do it out of principle. We also have to say, God, navigate with us, show us. That was Sean Bowles, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Sean Bowles, How to Know If You're Hearing God, Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information about him at his website, BowlesMinistries.com, and that's B-O-L-Z Ministries.com. I hope you have a fabulous day today and that you know that you can hear God's voice and that you can live a 320 life. God bless you.